Hey, business building warrior, it's your buddy, Jim. And we've got another episode today where I have a guest on the camera with me. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see that happening or just listen. There's no uh, visuals today that require you to jump over to YouTube if you're not there already. But as always, if you're not subscribed to our free announcements, every time we have a new episode, we send out a little blast to your smartphone and let you know, hey, there's a new episode. You can go to silentgym.com slash updates and you will get a free software download called Telegram. Lots of people are using that for all kinds of other things. It's a cool app. But one of the things you can do is get on our notification list. The instructions are on that page. Love for you to do that. Hey, today we're going to talk about how to use Pinterest to drive a bunch of traffic to just about any offer you want to drive traffic to. I don't care if it's Amazon. I don't care if it's boring products on Amazon that you only have a few of. You can use Pinterest to drive significant traffic to any offer, any website, any blog, anywhere that you'd like to have more traffic. Now, we don't talk about driving traffic a whole lot on this show. The books I've written and the content I've created over the past 20 years, typically when I start talking about driving traffic or SEO, search engine optimization, I get bored real fast. I'm way more excited about just building cool stuff and then people will find you. You don't have to get in the weeds of all this SEO stuff. But there's something really cool happening on Pinterest. One of the leaders in our community, she's created some content for us. She has actually done a full course. Our wholesale course is done by Teresa Rose. It's part of the Proven Amazon course. But she's been playing on Pinterest for a few years now. She's accumulated quite a booking of clients who rely on her. She's promoted a lot of her own stuff. And she's got it really drilled down to a process now where using a free website, not spending any money on any tools or software, you're not pouring any money into paid ads. You're just pinning pictures, strategically using the keywords that she teaches you how to find and driving massive traffic to whatever offer you'd like to drive traffic to. It's that simple. She's got it dialed in. And we're going to talk about it today with her. Now, there is a course that she's come out with and it's unique in the industry. There's nothing else like this out there that I've seen. It's based on what she's been doing the past few years with a high degree of success. And to repeat again, if you're an Amazon seller, you need to know this because you can be sending traffic to your listings on Amazon and selling more of what you sell without spending any money on new tools or software. If you're a private label seller, great for you too. You've got your own product website, like I said. But I'm very excited today because we dive into the question of, hey, what if I'm selling boring products on Amazon? Will this work? Short answer is yes. Well, what if I've only got a few of it to sell? Will this work? Answer is yes. You can even start generating new income from the affiliate clicks that you get, meaning you're sending people not just to your own stuff, but to other stuff on Amazon and getting paid. All kinds of fun, interesting ways to start making some money without spending any money on tools. And Teresa is going to dive into it so much today that you can start doing it on your own. You don't need the course, but I think you're going to love the course. Once you get to know Teresa, you're going to know she really knows her stuff. She's been doing this a while. If you want to check out the course, by the way, before I grab Teresa and get her on here, you can go to provenamazoncourse.com slash Pinterest. Provenamazoncourse.com slash Pinterest. I'll stick that link and all the other links in today's show notes at silentgym.com slash podcast. Just go to today's episode. If you're on YouTube, look below the video for the notes. If you're listening, go to silentgym.com, find today's episode. All the links are there that you'll need for everything that Teresa and I talk about. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. It's a little different, but it's some powerful stuff 
from a website that odds are you're not using a whole lot. And if you are, you're probably not using it as a marketing tool yet. But one of the things Teresa says before I go grab her that I thought was really awesome is for a lot of her clients and for a lot of her projects, the number two source of traffic is Pinterest. So she sees Google as number one, Pinterest is number two. And then you get into YouTube and Facebook and whatever else is going on to drive traffic. Pinterest is a powerful traffic engine and we're going to learn how to tap into it today. So let's welcome onto the show, Teresa Rose. So Teresa, welcome back to the show. Hello, it's great to be back. Good to see you. And you've been doing some fun stuff with Pinterest, driving a lot of traffic to a lot of different places, having some really big clients pay you some good money to to do some pretty exciting things. And I got to say, I don't think we've ever really talked about Pinterest on this show. So why should we care? And what are you doing with Pinterest? Just tell us your story. Okay. Well, this journey started quite a while ago. Back when uh, I was uh, noticing traffic from my very early days of, of just creating a website, writing, doing a lot of my own teaching there. And the traffic that was coming in, I was very, very focused on Google bringing that traffic in, which was working very, very well. And then all of a sudden I noticed in the analytics that there was something called Pinterest and I had no account on Pinterest. I had no idea how that was even possible. So I started to investigate it. And uh, apparently all of these people that were visiting were pinning out images and pinning out stuff from that website. So then I thought, well, this is interesting because there's a lot of traffic coming in. And I need to figure out what this thing is called Pinterest. And so like everybody, I thought it was a social media site. And what I learned, what is, is not a social media site, it's a search engine. So then I really got interested because I thought, well, ah, this is kind of like Google, except it's all visual. So it's very, very similar in that concept. So from that point, then I really took a, a deep dive in, into learning everything that I could. And then I began practicing a lot of things and then moved into a lot of testing and experimenting to really, really refine even, even deeper of what are the possibilities and what are the results that I can get from that. So that's, that's been over a period of the last probably four, four or five years or so that I've been doing that kind of without anyone knowing about it. Just in my own experimentations that I'm doing all the time, I started to do that and then really begin to refine it well. And then once I started to talk about it publicly, which you have to be careful when you do that, and people started asking questions. So they started asking questions. And then that's when one thing led to another. And people said, well, can you work in my account? Can you work in my account? Can you do this for my brand? And then started, uh, whether I wanted to or not, started to do that. I thought, well, this will be fascinating because I could really see what works behind multiple different uh, types of products, brands, all kinds of stuff. And there wasn't anything that was being talked about for how to use Pinterest for e-commerce. It was mostly the focus on every single uh, course, anything that I've taken or read is all for just bloggers and that's it. And it's a little bit different when we move into e-commerce. And I've, I've kind of had to uh, pave the way, if you will, in that because there's there's still just about nothing out there on that. And you you really have to do things slightly different because we are talking about products 
We're not right. talking about content. So it's different from content marketing. Let's give some big picture perspective because I'm not all that familiar with Pinterest. I haven't done a whole lot with it. My wife had a board and she filled it up. And I took a shot at it a few years ago and put, you know, I've always wanted to see all the, the big waterfalls of the world. And I just started pinning cool pictures of waterfalls and city landscapes, you know, cityscapes at night. I love cityscapes. So I've got a board that has those favorite pictures on it. I've never really done anything else with it. I play with it for a few minutes, just figured out. But put in perspective for me, how big of a search engine is Pinterest? How much traffic is it driving? Because there's a lot of places. I mean, there's people we could bring on the show that say, hey, YouTube's where it at. If you're not on YouTube, driving traffic to whatever you're doing, you're crazy. Or you know, Facebook or whatever, fill in the blank. And you're over here on Pinterest, killing it. Why Pinterest as compared to all the other platforms? What is it that makes it different and special? Completely visual. And people in general appreciate the visual. So you're, you're going to notice, and you probably have been noticing that a lot of marketing now is, that's this really effective, is more visual. Sure. So that's why people, even in, e- in e-commerce, different brands, are, they're doing well on Instagram because it's completely mm-hmm. visual. Yeah. And uh, they do but, well on YouTube because it's completely visual. So, so why Pinterest as compared to, and I'm not saying you, you know, you're saying, hey, throw everything else out. Pinterest is where it's at. Mm-hmm. But you have spent a significant amount of time on this platform. Is there, uh, help us get some perspective on, you know, what am I missing if I ignore Pinterest? How much traffic is there? Like, what do you, you know, give me a, maybe a story of a, of a typical result that you get when you focus in on a particular item that you're trying to sell mm-hmm. more of on Pinterest. What kind of traffic do you end up generating? So the traffic I, I see when I am working in different accounts, if I'm looking in Google Analytics, Google is number one for traffic. Number two is Pinterest. That's above Instagram, YouTube, above all of those far above Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, even all of that. I'm always seeing Pinterest as number two, if it's being worked on actively Mm -hmm. with an, and very, very intentionally um, of knowing how to do that. So that's what I see in, in all of the accounts going on. In fact, in one account for a large brand, uh, their Pinterest traffic right now has almost is almost equal the amount of their Google traffic, which is incredible. I don't think I've ever seen that before. So That's awesome. there's yeah, that helps us with some perspective. You know, this isn't just a little tack on add on. Ah, you know, maybe someday you should take a look at Pinterest. And I think maybe the reason, correct me if I'm wrong. This is just me kind of taking a stab in the dark here. But like on YouTube, it's a bit of a dogfight. Like I want to be the best content producer on topic X on YouTube. Well, there's already 500 people there and 30 of them have a five-year head start. So good luck. No, but on Pinterest, if you go in and you've got some niche product you're trying to promote or sell, maybe it's one of your Amazon products that you're trying to sell and you just have a few of them even, you can make a pretty good dent. Now, I'm not going to say fast because I want to be fair. There's a process here. But you can get some pretty predictable traffic rolling with a pretty predictable set of steps. And it really doesn't matter who else is already there and who else is maybe already talking about it. The opportunity there, there's, there's a lot more low-hanging fruit. That's the impression I'm getting from the stories I've heard you tell over the last couple of years as you've been doing this. Yeah, so you can do all of this organically. In fact, you, you need to do it organically because if you try and go to ads first, which is what everybody asked me, mm-hmm. you got to remember it's a search engine. Mm-hmm. It's a search engine. A- ads cannot be turned on until you have your keyword work done 
all of your keyword work that and maxing out as much as you can SEO has to be in place or else you're going to pay a lot of money in ads that you don't have to, to do. And then you may get to a point where you realize, well, I don't think I even need to use ads. Yeah. Why? Organic is even more effective. The ads, paid ads can't keep up with the organic results. Mm-hmm. So you just focus on the organic. You're even doing that what you were right. sharing uh, in a conversation earlier before we hit the record button for one of your larger clients. Mm. You keep talking them out of doing paid ads because organic <laughs> is just so expansive and explosive. You're like, hey, you guys shouldn't be paying any money for paid ads. Yeah. Let's just yeah. keep creating these pins and focusing on those interesting keywords that we're discovering as we create these pins. And I want to tie this you know, Teresa, one of the things I want to accomplish here, when we've got the the uh, Pinterest traffic bootcamp, which there'll be a link in the show notes at silentgym.com to that. So you can jump in and spend some time with Teresa diving into this deeper, driving traffic to just about anything, you know, a blog, a website, mm-hmm. your Amazon replan business. Maybe you got a private label product. Mm-hmm. Even if you're an inch deep, mile wide, you can drive traffic to any given product that you're trying to sell more of using Pinterest. And mm-hmm. we're not talking paid ads. It's a, it's a basic skill set that Teresa wants to teach you. But I, I, want to, I want to get into a little bit like, who is this for? I just kind of summarized it real quick, but is there anyone who can't use this? This is a skill set that's kind of so new and foreign. I'm a little worried that some of the right people who should be grabbing on this will say, oh, that's Pinterest. That's where ladies hang out and post pictures of their kittens. And I go, well, I don't get it. And why, why would I want to go do that? Talk me into paying attention to Pinterest, if you would. Yeah. So the platform has been growing very, very rapidly. When I had first started, the I think it was only about 250 million users a month, and now it's well over 400 million users a month. So it's growing very fast, very rapidly. And with every visual pin that you see, there's a link. So when you click on it, it goes, you can go, it will take you off-site somewhere else. So when we use it for the purpose of business, that's what we're trying to do, is we're trying to get people interested and what you have to offer and get them to be so interested that they want to find out more or they want to see more details. So they click, go off-site to wherever you want to take them to. It doesn't matter where, what that location is. And at that point, then you're able to grab that person. And if they're truly interested, they'll add it to their shopping bag. Hopefully they'll check out that kind of thing. Um, so that's what you're looking to do ultimately. But all of that is dependent upon how well you go and try to find these people who are going to be highly interested. And some people do that through ads. That's great. But there's another skill set that I think is even more important than ads because ads, you can, you, when you flip the switch on, the traffic pours in, you get some sales. But as soon as you flip that switch off, it's all done for zero traffic, zero sales. And when you're out of money, you're just out. Okay. This is something that is going, that will, it carries on for years. These pins, they live for years, for a long, long time. They don't, it's not an on and off switch. In fact, when you flip the switch on, it keeps going, whether you want it to or not. (laughs) Right. That's what search engines do. And you can always refine things uh, as there's algorithm changes that happen you just keep refining and you just make some small adjustments as you go. So it's not an issue. Um, it's a lot easier to go and wade through those algorithm changes than what most people think. We just went through six of them last year. It was an incredible amount of algorithm changes last year. And I was, I was getting through all of them. 
and still getting the traffic up and still getting the revenue up through that many of them in in just a one-year period of time, which is not normal on any search engine. So by doing that, you are able to, to target the right person through the keywords that you choose through your research. You're going out and you're finding these people who are going to be interested in what you're what you have to offer, what your product is about. So that's really, really important that you go and you grab those people. So Amazon does this. They have really good SEO. Their SEO is top notch. And I'm st- I always study it all the time. And then I leverage it in different ways. And I can, I'll show everybody how you can take, grab those keywords right off of their, off of Amazon and leverage that. And you can turn that into your boards or even hierarchy of boards that you create and take that information and pop that right over into your structure for your strategy. Use that as a strategy that you borrow from a search engine that does really well. And, and, and just we're also going to know too, you're no stranger to Amazon. You actually have created a lot of our Amazon content for us. The wholesale course, for example, that we have right now. And you know, you've done some some incredible contributions and you've had success on Amazon, but you're using Pinterest, not just to drive Amazon traffic. It's, it's a little bit different mm-hmm. strategy you were sharing with me. Let's say you're trying to send traffic to a blog versus to eBay versus to Amazon right. versus to your own Shopify site, slightly different strategies. And that's some of what you get into in the, uh, the boot camp. Yes. Is where are you trying to send traffic? Okay. Here's what strategy works with this. You've really got it dialed in. Uh, talk about that a little bit. Yes. So what you do for other areas is, is it's okay, but you got to change it up when you are talking about your products on Amazon and your, your keyword targeting has really got to be about that product, but there's a lot that um, may not exist on the Amazon product page that you can do outside of that that's in your control. So there may be some things that are out of your control on the product pages on Amazon, but there's a lot that's in your control outside of that. That's what you need to focus on. And by doing that, you're going out and grabbing more people who are highly interested and finding some keyword areas that probably Amazon has overlooked or whoever created the product page is not there. It doesn't exist. That's what I do. I go and I find all of those hidden gems and I fill in the gaps. And you can bring those people in that you wouldn't be able to bring in otherwise. In other words, you can surpass all limitations. And I'm a no limits person. If I see limits, I'm going to figure out how I can get around that, <laughs> bust through it. <laughs> yeah, I can attest to that. Uh, you, you are a problem solving uh, expert with a teacher's heart. He's had a lot of success. You've got some serious clients that you're working with now. And you've worked with a lot of our students as well. Uh, I want to ask you a couple specific questions, keeping in mind that the vast majority of listeners to the show are Amazon sellers. And a lot of them are people who are selling a little of this, a little of that. They're using our very successful replan strategy. So if I put up a picture of one of the items that I'm selling, a couple questions come to mind. What if it's a boring product? Can I drive traffic to a boring product? And what if I'm not the only seller on Amazon? What if I'm one of 20 sellers? Can I still use this strategy? Yeah. So it doesn't matter what kind of product you have. There's a lot of boring products. It doesn't need to be fancy product. It doesn't even need to be a women's specific product. Uh, one of my clients is all men's, mostly men's products. And guess what? The, the women are the ones that buy for their men. That's very true. So yeah, now you Pinterest have to think, is what you said, what, 70% female users? It's like about 80% 
yeah. women is is what's is what is coming through statistics. But once I start targeting things in a way where sometimes it could be targeted for men, sometimes it could be targeted for the women to buy for the men. So you got to get creative and do your research and your targeting. And I see a lot more men on the platform than what is talked about. And I think it's because there's been the stigma attached to it. But there's a lot of men who also use it because they are saving the things that they're interested in. And they are interested in products just, just the same as what women are. Yeah. So you'll you'll start to find these people who begin saving the stuff and you'll see what who is coming in. Is it more men? Is it more women? Of who is truly interested, uh, they might save it to share with their women so that they can go buy that for them for their birthday or holiday sure. or whatever as an easy sure. way to share. But the product is fair game. I mean, when I say boring, let's go, let's go one step further. Let's go super boring. Like, I don't know, a, a box of screws. Okay. <laughs> like, All right. The, you know, can, can Pinterest work for that super boring product that I have no yeah. emotional attachment to whatsoever? I just happen to have 60 of them and I'm trying to sell them on Amazon. And there's, there's six other people to selling the same thing. Can I get an advantage with Pinterest? Mm-hmm. Yep. So your keywords is, is target, thinking about who it is that would want this. Who is it? And what problems does this solve? So with a box of screws, that's so boring and general of a product that there's probably 50 different ways, if not more, that that could solve problems for people. So it could be, and you could target for both men and women. So the screws, what are they best used for? You need to do your research. Is it, and then you can show through your pins all the different ways that this one box of screws can be used. And when people continually see this, they say, wow, that must be the ultimate box of screws to buy. That has to be it because I'm seeing all these 50 different ways that I can use this one box of screws. So I'm, that's a no brainer. I'm so, going to add it to my shopping cart and buy it. If it's a product that you're committed to, now, if it's something that you bought one of at a yard sale, you may not want to do a Pinterest staying, you know, correct me if I'm wrong on this tree, but I'm just thinking this through out loud. I've only got one of these. I'm hoping to make 30 or 40 bucks if I, if, and when I sell it may or may not be, I mean, now you can throw it on a general Pinterest board and you might drive some traffic, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time building up an SEO keyword based strategy for that one sale. Correct me if I'm wrong, but wouldn't this be better if I'm focusing on the stuff that I'm trying to sell multiple of the same item? That's where I want to spend most of my time and energy. Is that true? I think, yes. In the long run, if you are trying to leverage your time, you'd want to spend more of your time on your repeat products, the products that you can sell over and over and over again, where you don't have uh, as many limitations as just a one-time sale. But if you're wanting to learn the skill set it's not going to hurt you to practice it, create one pin for that product. Why? Because it's, it's challenging you to think about that product and to ask yourself the questions of who would want it, what are the problems that it would solve for people, and why should they buy it? Mm-hmm. So it's practicing that skill set by looking at that. And you can just create one pin just to challenge yourself and then move on. Yeah. And you I'm know? thinking... You can look at Amazon. People who bought this also bought this. Get some ideas there. 
right? Mm-hmm. You can get some ideas from the reviews that people leave on that product. Because mm-hmm. we, we teach people to have zero emotional attachment to the products they sell, especially new sellers. Just find stuff that you, you find ways to turn $5 bills into $20 bills. We don't care what the product is. So if you're, if you're thinking to yourself, well, I, I'm not emotionally invested enough needs to do the research and find out who would need this. Amazon will give you plenty of clues. People who bought that box of screws also bought these mm-hmm. items. Pin those items too. Use an affiliate link. Are you allowed to do this? Use an affiliate link on Pinterest. No. To send traffic to an Amazon listing that someone else has. Yes. According to the Amazon Associates program in the United States, it's not true in other countries, but the United States program of the Amazon Associates, which is Amazon affiliate program, you cannot use Pinterest with direct links using an Amazon affiliate link in the pin. That's not allowed. It can shut down your your Amazon affiliate account, which you don't want to do. You don't want to lose that. Right. So in that situation, you can still benefit by creating a blog post and put your affiliate links in there. It's also much safer in case something should happen and your links become broken or... Uh, your pins disappear or something. It's, it's going to be much safer to do it that way. Um, Just create so, a free WordPress site and run your yeah. links through that. Yeah. yeah. Or Great there's... Tip. There's I'm, so many I love, things. I'm just throwing all these little curveballs at you and you're just like, no problem. <laughs> oh, it's, it's simple. It's easy. You know, I've already thought through all of these things of solving problems, but there's so many things out there now where, where there are programs where you don't need to know coding. You know, I remember... Back when I first started, I was trying to copy and paste HTML coding and trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah. You don't <laughs> need to don't be a coder to do, to do any of the stuff we're talking about. You don't have to do that. There are now so many programs out there where you can, within five to 10 minutes, create a product page from scratch and put your affiliate link in it. Right. Drive your traffic to that. Then, yeah. then when they are interested, they'll click on your link, go to Amazon, and guess what? you can double dip on the sale. You can get income from being an affiliate. And then if it's your product and it sells, well, then you get more income in your pocket. So now you've just created multiple streams of income for for yourself. We're just taking 10 minutes to create some kind of a little page or a blog blog post or uh, something, even whatever it is that you want to use that is in your possession and it has to be open. It's got to be open. So not, it cannot be enclosed material like in your email list. You can't use, you know, Amazon affiliate links. You can't put them into eBooks. It's got to be open. So it'd be a website, pages, posts. There's quick little pages now that you can put up that, that uh, take no time and effort that you can, you know, uh, purchase the program and, and be able to do that very, very quickly. What, and you can what's start your building your choice for that? I, WordPress is what pops oh. into my head, but I know there's things even friendlier than that now. I haven't built a website yeah. in a long time. My team yeah. does it for me. Yeah. Ultimately, you want a, a WordPress site. Um, and then you can do page builders. I use page builders now. I, I think that's fabulous. I remember when there that there was no such thing as a page builder, and now we have page builders. It's like, oh, yeah. you're kidding me. <laughs> so easy. It's so easy. Um, it's not a new tech skill. You know, sometimes yeah. this popped in my head too, Teresa, which I'm sure you're already five miles ahead of me on this, but you know, let's go back to our box of screws. I bought 30 of them. I set up, set up a Pinterest pin. 
I'm sending traffic straight from this box of screws pin to my listing. And I'm going to talk about how you get to your listing and don't basically advertise for all your competitors. You've thought through that, I'm hoping. <laughs> and now let's say I've sold through all of them. So I'm just pointing traffic basically to the other people who still sell that. Well, flip it to a affiliate link, send it through your blog. All that momentum you've got, all the interest you've got on that, you know, single moms, do it yourself, the stuff you're going to need around the house themed page. I'm just pulling this out of thin air, but right. So you've got this page and you're starting to gather these things there. Um, can you do that? Can you flip it to an affiliate link once you're kind of burned through your own inventory? Can you change the link? Mm-hmm. If it's on your own website, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I would start with an affiliate link to begin with. Right. Just start um, with one. You know, you don't yeah. have to wait until, no, you know, my inventory is out. I never plan to sell these products ever again. It's any time that you want to, you could do that. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, yeah. So you want to get your head. Just start with an affiliate link and send people to it. Now, yeah. what about the question of there's multiple sellers? Okay. Two thoughts to that that I've had. One of them, you can go into your little storefront on Amazon, find the product there within your storefront, and then use that link in directly inside of your Pinterest pins. Now you can test it because sometimes that link, depending on what happens with Amazon, it may end up not going to, uh, not just showing you only in the buy box. So you do need to click on it and test it to see what's going on. You may have to do that periodically. So it's possible that that could shift or change for whatever reason. But if it does, it's still not an issue because here's my next thought strategy was, so what if it sells out my competitors? I'm next in line. Yeah, Just keep my good. pricing towards the buy box and I'm good to go. Yeah. Especially so you, with replin sellers, you know, because we're looking mm-hmm. at, hey, this item I expect to sell between five and 15 a month. You put a little Pinterest push behind that and now mm-hmm. you're selling more than that. You might yeah. help a couple of your competitors too, but yeah, you're next. You're driving more traffic to a listing that you're selling on. So who cares if a couple of competitors benefit too while you're selling more of your product? Yeah. That's, yeah. Brilliant. Ultimately, by helping them, you're helping yourself because they might sure. sell out a little faster than, than they expected yep. and realize that, gee, maybe my price was too low. That's right. Maybe I better drive my price up a little higher because there's higher demand, right? So every time that there's more demand, you need to get your price up. That's right. Because you've got awesome. more demand going, higher price going. That's you, you got to go back to your to your the basics of of uh, economics with that supply so, and demand. Yeah, it's a supply and demand. So if you see there's higher demand, then of course an Amazon seller need to be doing this. They need to get their price up as they see the, the demand go higher. Yep. Otherwise, you're leaving money on the table. So you've always you've always got to watch that and keep that in your pricing and your repricing strategy. Uh, but with that being said, it can force maybe the prices to go up because there's more demand. There's there's higher traffic coming through, and I don't mind if I have a competitor sell out. I've actually done some of those strategies <laughs> where I've watched to see oh how many do they have on hand? What can I do here? to uh, uh, push a little traffic coming in to see if they can't go out of, you know, they might be able to go out of stock a little bit sooner. And then I move in, I'm able to move in with my price up. That's the difference. (laughs) Yeah. You see, you got to get your price up with the strategy of 
I'll wait and hold a little bit longer, but I may not have to wait and hold too much longer because I'm going to purposely put some traffic over there. Uh, and then those competitors will will learn a lesson of, oh, gee, maybe my price is too low because right. um, things have, have changed. So there's there's things that are that you can always do that's in your control. But you're it, controlling that traffic levers thing. Yes. And, and that is a powerful place to be. And we don't talk about it a whole lot on this show. I don't t- often talk about SEO and driving traffic. And I've actually been kind of negative on those topics over the years because so many people teaching these things, it's kind of smoke and mirrors. You can't measure it and you got to pay a whole bunch of money to an expert before you can start to apply it. But what strikes me about what you've been, and we've been talking about this for years, you're what, five, six years into this, you know, playing on Pinterest and figuring it out. And I consider you the foremost expert, certainly in our community of tens of thousands on this topic. Uh, But this catches my attention because of how predictable and stable it is. And maybe we should go there next, Teresa. Just share with me a couple stories without giving away any information, obviously, that you're not supposed to give away, but some of the clients, some of the products, mm-hmm. what you did, what, what did you pin and, and what happened next and how long did it take? You know, Just take us through a couple like almost mini case studies, if you would, on you know, to help us paint a picture here. Sure. So without, you have to be careful by going into some of the vanity metrics. So there's a lot of vanity metrics that people get caught up on. They get caught up on, especially if you go into Pinterest analytics, unfortunately, they are not accurate. Mm-hmm. And what you what's going to be shown there, especially right now, because of all the algorithm changes that have happened, it's going to show everybody low impressions. But when I go and I look at the actual traffic coming through that's being revealed to me in Google Analytics, I know that it's working. And then I see the add to carts. I know it's working. Then I see the revenue and the transactions. I definitely know that it's working. Proven, right? So there's a there's a phase, a level that you want to get through. And that first phase is what we're going to work on in the boot camp, which is the traffic level. You got to get the traffic up first and start targeting through multiple different ways that your audience and positioning the product. As those are the two ways of keyword targeting that I mainly focus on is who is it that wants this? And then how can I position this product in front of those people well so that they uh, will run into it? You know, they just keep bumping into your, your products everywhere. You know, they, they can't help, help but run into you. So therefore, they're going to take action on it at some point, right? So, and then they just do it on their own naturally while they're searching. So with that being said, once you get your traffic up, then you'll start seeing, and this is, you're not going to see this in your Google Analytics with through Amazon because you cannot connect those two things together. But for my clients that have their own stores, they've got their own stores, shop, there could be Shopify, Shopify stores and maybe something. Yeah. Yeah higher level than even that is where, where they uh, control the the uh the shopping cart experience yeah the reason we can't track this with yeah. amazon is because amazon won't let us put a tracking pixel yeah in the shopping cart when yeah. customers are buying things all we know is our sales right. went up when we started playing on pinterest and it's kind of hard to know exactly what the benefit is but when it's costing you nothing this is all organic seo there's no paid mm-hmm. process here this is just dragging pictures and assigning a link and putting them on a free website Right. But mm-hmm. you can track in the analytics show you that you're getting great results, you know, on those on those pages where you are able to track mm-hmm. the shopping cart experience with a pixel. 
and know right. where that customer came from. So that's where you're basing your evidence, you know, your fact-based evidence there. Yeah. Yeah. So the evidence that I'm seeing is what's actually happening in websites that are that are able to hook up directly to Google Analytics, where I can actually see how many add to carts. And I can refine that down to the exact number of add to carts from Pinterest channel only and the exact number of revenue and transactions from Pinterest only. And that's it. So that we can really start to refine things better. Now, if that's happening through an independent store with lower domain authority than what Amazon has, then I know without seeing the numbers in front of me that there's even more add to carts and transactions happening on Amazon because they are really, really good with nailing down their page in a way to get the ultimate oh, conversions. Yeah. Amazon's very sticky. If, if you can throw an affiliate link at somebody and get them to use it and jump on Amazon, some people may not realize, it doesn't matter what that person goes on to buy, you're going to get a little bit of a commission. But Amazon's sticky. It's hard to get off there. If someone's got that shopper's gene, <laughs> you send them to Amazon, they're buying something. <laughs> mm-hmm. If not today, maybe tomorrow, but they're getting, they're throwing a few things in the cart and they'll, you know, in, and these, these funds add up over time, uh, these affiliate commissions from Amazon. So it's not just about selling more of your stuff. You can start generating some affiliate commissions too, using these strategies as well. Um, and Amazon, like we said, it's you know they're going to do everything they can to keep people there and to sell them something while they're there. Probably best best at it in the world. Well, half of all transactions in North America on the internet are on Amazon. So yeah, they're doing something mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah, they they know how to do conversions. They know how to get yes. uh, the optimal in conversions. From, from anybody, from people. So you don't have to worry about the issue of, well, gee, you know, I've got this product page, but it's not converting. So what, what do I need to do to change my product page? What do I need to do to keep tweaking that? You don't have to worry about that because Amazon's already done it for you. All you have to do is get the traffic there. And I will guarantee that the rest is happening because Amazon is so good. They are the leaders in those areas where that's all you have to do is just worry about the traffic, push the traffic there and everything else will take care of itself. If you are building your own brand, uh, you have your own private label products on Amazon, and maybe you're trying to compete with these other brands. If you push outside traffic into that Amazon product page, Amazon pays attention and they start looking at the keyword work and this this high interest coming in from this outside traffic outside of the Amazon platform. And they start to consider that and that you might start seeing your product page ranking up higher organically because right. of this higher interest that's very targeted interest. And of course, the more traffic you push in, the more add to carts, the more checkouts, the more sales that you ultimately have. So that is going to get your pages, those product pages that you're trying to create in Amazon to rank up organically higher. And yeah. it's very possible for you to compete with other uh, brands a lot easier because you've got some skill sets that they don't know about. And, and we're a multiple income stream community too. So I want to point out something that's obvious to you and I, Teresa, but maybe an aha moment for some of the listeners. And that is, if we're talking about generating a significant amount of traffic on a free website with some free pictures that we're pinning basically on the wall, and we're starting to see those people move, not straight to Amazon, because remember, we want to use an affiliate link, which means we're going to send them through a simple blog first. And you show people how to do this. This is easy stuff. This isn't complicated. You can Google how to build a simple website and WordPress site. And you call it page builder, right? I mean, these are not, this is not rocket science stuff, but you've got that site up. 
you're sending some traffic through it. One of the things you could and should be doing arguably is starting to grow an audience, a community of people, if, especially if you have a private label brand, build a list, build an email list. Now you've got an asset. Mm-hmm. You yes. can have a sale. You can drive traffic to your own Shopify site at some point. You know, you're multiplying, or excuse me, you're diversifying your income streams and the assets that you mm-hmm. hold. Uh, because I think we all dream of, it's one thing to have a private label product that's going great on Amazon. It's another thing entirely to have that same level of sales through our own website. But we don't have to pay Amazon any fees. We can email a promotion anytime we want. We can follow up with customers and you know give them coupon codes and all kinds of fun stuff, right? Build, build a community, a Facebook group around the product. There's all kinds of things that you can do. But I just want to throw that out there for those who maybe weren't connecting those dots yet. That's the kind of stuff, you know, so when we start talking about diversifying your income streams, learning how to do Pinterest should be on your list. Learning how to do the things that Teresa's talking about today should be on your list. And I still want to hear an example. You kind of talked us through the process. You know, you got the, you're prospecting for traffic. You got the traffics, you turn them into prospects or, you know, people who are considering, I think is the word you use, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get those conversions at the bottom of the funnel, which you can't track on Amazon so easy because they don't let us but everywhere else you send them, you can track. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but talk us, talk me through a specific product. Like I was trying to sell this, you know, ladies belt or, you know, to give me a specific mm-hmm. example of what you did, how long it took to see results, what kind of money was involved in the end. Yeah. Okay. So I, there's multiple different uh, brands that I work with. One of them um, is a large fashion company. It's very, very tough to to break into that industry because there's a lot of old school thinking and a lot of uh, not even thinking about what is all involved when you when you begin to do an online business, there's things such as search engines to consider and how things are built and trying to help these people find this. So with this, what I've what I've done is, taken their products, especially the ones that uh, people are the most interested in. And I keep positioning them in different ways using keywords that are revealed to me when I do my research. And when I do that and I, I, I can stack them and I can figure out how to, how to do this to target uh, the, the product correctly, to get it to basically maximize the number of people that will see it that are genuinely interested in it. So it's not just throwing it out there to everybody, but to really the people that have a genuine interest because those are the ones that will take action. They're the ones that actually care. So then you start to see more clicks coming in. You'll start to see more of everything else happen. And then you'll start to see an increase of traffic and the more traffic increase you have, if everything else is working well, you'll see revenue as well. So with this um, particular company, with six months of work that I've done very, very consistently after overhauling their account about a year ago, and then starting the consistent work, the revenue is up 350% in one year, just with six months of work. So I have no idea what it would be like working consistently for a year. It It could be far more than that. But 350% increase in traffic and 350% increase in revenue is huge. And anybody would take that any day. Yeah. So they went from uh, making a a very low dollar amount for why the CEO, and I was talking to him about this, and he was just really hesitating. And I said, I I really, um, I think I can help you uh, because you've got a lot of really awesome things going on. 
here. And I think I could really position this stuff and help you to not just get more traffic, but to get them through the sales funnel process and get them into the revenue. And so we went through a lot of, you know, these one-time things and working on stuff and they kept seeing more traffic coming in and started to see that it stayed there. It stayed there. So then they said, well, can you please work consistently because we're just shocked of what's happened. And they've had all kinds of employees work on this off and on for several years. And it's not done uh, a lot as far as their revenue at all. And once I started working on it consistently, then that's when the revenue started to uh, to go up to the point that he contacted me and said, what are you doing? Because <laughs> this traffic is really coming in quickly now and the revenue is way up and this is fascinating. And so now what happens is um, conversing back and forth uh, with my main contact uh, that, that I uh, work with consistently. And then she, when she's a vice president, she takes this information over to the SEO team and says, oh, you know, she's doing this over here. It seems to really be working. Can you throw up a, pro, a, a new category page uh, for this and start positioning because they can benefit from that in Google organically. And then I take that and I start taking those products and I'm able to pin um, that stuff back out again. And so we create this cyclical effect and we start snowballing. Right. And what's happened is their customers do far more pinning than what I do. Ooh, the customers nice. are that interested that yeah. they are actually doing a good portion of the marketing for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw and, that and right from showing the up on Google better, which you've never even focused on Google SEO, but it just kind of organically, I would imagine, starts happening, right? They all they all work together. So mm-hmm. By doing that, now they're able to increase their traffic organically through multiple search engines, understand their customers better, and continually reposition the products. So you might say, well, okay, so a a shirt is a shirt. No, it's not. There's a lot of different things you can do with a shirt to to get in front of the right people who are going to be interested in that particular shirt. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, you might think, well, a shirt is boring. No, not really. You can make it interesting. Yeah, for the right person, it could be very yeah. interesting. Yeah. I'm just thinking I got a, uh, I got some, one of my favorite movies, some t-shirts for my birthday. Real silly shirts that my wife makes fun of and the teenagers in my life think makes me really cool kind of stuff, you know. I'm thinking, you know, if, if I had bought a bunch of those, let's say at Walmart, cleared the shelf of them, create a Pinterest page. The theme is that movie. People are interested in that movie. You know, it's it's got clips from the scenes from the movie and different you know scenery and interesting factoids or whatever. And oh, by the way, the T-shirts and the, some of the merch associated with that movie send people to to Amazon through my affiliate link. And this isn't complicated. You don't have to have an Amazon business to do this stuff. This is basically getting back to you know. This reminds me a lot of the early days of e-commerce where it was all about traffic. Everyone's mm. like, well, how are you going to drive traffic? You got to drive traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, what's your traffic techniques? And I remember uh, the first guy in the e-commerce education circles who had a million dollar day, he sold a course on how to drive traffic. And it was like 500 different ways to drive traffic. And we've kind of gotten away from that. And typically I teach people, hey, go to where the traffic already is. Don't try to drive traffic. But this is my one exception. It's probably literally in the past seven years where I've talked about driving traffic. Because I've seen what you're doing. You're on our team. You're a trusted leader who's getting results. You've created content with us. And you keep saying, hey, Jim, we got to talk about Pinterest. This is insane. <laughs> I can put up some posts, 
put up some pins on Pinterest, create a theme. And now I'm sending steady targeted traffic for free. It's organic. It doesn't cost anything. There's no Mm pay-per-click. Man, I hope my $30 a day or my $100 a day budget doesn't break me before this thing works. It's none of that. It's free. It's spare time kind of stuff and throw some things up. There's some intentionality behind it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I really want to encourage people to check out the Pinterest Traffic Bootcamp at provenamazoncourse.com slash Pinterest. Jump over there, check it out. That's where you get the details. And you're going to spend some time getting in Teresa's head on this topic. Uh, And, you know, this it's another income stream. One of the things I'm sitting here thinking Mm -hmm. in real time as we're talking this through, Teresa, is we've taught the PPP model, which is Mm -hmm. proven product partnering, helping our students go out and approach any brand confidently and say, hey, I can get you onto Amazon and help you make sales and protect your brand. And I just, I'm a commission only sales rep, Mm -hmm. right? That's a wide open opportunity for any of us. Now you can also say, hey, I can drive traffic too. I could use Teresa's strategies on Pinterest and start driving some serious traffic to your listings through Mm -hmm. some creative Pinterest, you know, right? So I just this it, this is a whole new wide open horizon. I love when we kind of bring a new income stream strategy to the table that we know is working. Uh, so awesome. Well, what else do you have for yeah. us? What else do you want to share, Teresa, before we start to wrap this one up? I would say this is really if you want to develop some more skill sets. That's really what it is. Because at the end of the day, that is your most valuable asset that you could ever have. The more that you develop skill sets and refine them, the more that people are highly interested in it. And they will come to you and say, hmm, can you help my brand over here? So you no longer have to go out to people. They will start coming to you uh, through referrals. They start hearing like, oh, that's interesting. You know how to do this. You know how to do that. I think we need that help. Mm -hmm. So there's, there's that aspect of it, but you can also use it to help yourself and your own brand. So this skill set, once you develop it, use this to the full extent that you ever want to use. That's really what it is. And it's not about just selling a product or, you know, some people think that I just need to put a product on Amazon and it's just going to automatically sell like magic. Nope. It's not really what happens. (laughs) There's a lot that goes into it on the back end and once you really understand that, now you can have some new strategies that are advanced strategies. And now you have more control over your income as well because there's things that you can always do, okay? So that's what I would say is that this is really for people who are really interested in trying to add in one small skill set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is what's going to help you. Uh, well, talk us through the bootcamp. People can go to the website, provenamazoncourse.com slash Pinterest mm-hmm. and read up on it. But just in your own yeah. words, if I if we were on an elevator and you had 30, 45 seconds, I'm like, hey, I'm thinking about that, that bootcamp you're doing. Who's that for? Is that for me? And, and what am I going to learn? Like if you just sum it up as best, and it's probably, you know, the stuff we've talked about on this show, obviously today, but hit me with a summary if you can. Yeah, so the main focus of this is to drive traffic in the uh, that that is it driving traffic there because if it's to your Amazon page you don't have to worry Amazon takes care of the rest for you it's already optimized for you all you're doing is bringing some people in who are interested so that's our main focus is going out and finding those people who are interested 
in what you have to offer. So I'm going to help you get your account set up. If you're not sure how to get your business account set up, help you to do that, get everything in place. And then setting up your Pinterest boards. This can get really confusing for people because it's this hierarchy of organizing your boards and keywording them that is really important. And I've got it refined down so well now through a hierarchy that it doesn't take much effort like it did in the past. So that's what you're going to learn, which is a bit of a shortcut for you. And then the keyword research, because at the end of the day, that is the driving force to not just get people over to the product, but highly interested people who are ready to buy right now even. And you could do that through through keywords. So there's different levels of, of keyword targeting to get them into the top, bottom, uh, top, middle, and bottom funnel. But you can uh, focus mainly on getting the people there, getting them there, and then the rest will take care of itself. But getting people who are, who are intentionally searching and looking for exactly what you have to offer. And those are the type of people that actually spend more money. So when I, uh, talking with this, uh, one of the, the brands, their average uh, dollar amount from Pinterest started at around $35 was the average order dollar amount. Now they're up to $65 for their average order, which is perfect. That's what I'm looking for is what can we do to get them to spend more money to get them to maybe buy two things instead of one. And it's building that trust and all of that, that, that has to happen. So that's what we're doing is yeah, refining those on, keywords. On top of that, I think a lot of people are going to enjoy, I mean, Pinterest is kind of cool. You know, I've, I spent a little time there. It's predominantly female, but I have a few things out there on my board and, you know, cool uh, basketball courts. I'm a you know, basketball geek. So indoor basketball courts, people have really nice indoor gyms. And I got a wall of those and some waterfalls I want to see someday. And it's just a cool mm-hmm. place as you come across neat things on the internet. That's the idea. Some people may not even know what the idea behind Pinterest is. It's like, as you come across interesting things visually, like, hey, I want to hang on to that. I might want to buy one of those someday. Or that's a good gift mm-hmm. idea for my, for my spouse someday or whatever. Yeah. You know, you know, like I, I want my kids yep. to read these books when they're teenagers and you start collecting all those books on, you know, it could be anything, yep. just collections, yep. right? They save uh, things to act on either now or later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's that's what, a dream, it, that's a what wish it is. List and just, you know, a motivation board, yep. whatever. So you can have some fun hanging out there, but you can also use it as a very powerful marketing tool to mm-hmm. drive very targeted traffic to whatever you want, including right. Amazon business, right? Right. So that's the skill set. And of all the people out there talking about Pinterest, you're the most qualified for sure in our community and quite possibly in the world from my vantage point. No, say, not hey, in the world. Let's, your Amazon <laughs> let's not <business."> go there. <laughs> well, you know our community. And one of the things I like, yeah, Teresa, yeah. is you're familiar with you know, how we do things around here. We, we don't just push people into some $20,000, hey, you know, you're going to go launch your own private label and be famous in mm-hmm. six months. Yeah. You know, like, no, we, we're very realistic. Right. We're very grounded. Mm-hmm. We're going to use this to sell some of the stuff you're already selling. Maybe it's just stuff you have on eBay. Mm-hmm. Let's start small. Yep. You know, and this could grow into something very significant. So we're not here selling a, you know, a $6,000 course. Mm-hmm. Saying, hey, let's add a skill set and add right. some more money to your pocket right. without spending any significant money. That's the opportunity. Exactly. So that's why I appreciate your approach. Yeah. You don't need a big marketing budget. You're, you're going to spend zero 
I'm going to show you how to do get started doing all of this for absolutely free. You don't even need to buy one tool. That's right. Not even one. That's how I like to start everything. That's how we do things around here. Very little investment, very little technical skills needed to do what we're going to show mm-hmm. you. That's that's yeah. the opportunities we bring for 20 years. That's what we've been doing. Well, Teresa, this was great hanging out with you. It's always good to see you. And I really appreciate the work you're doing. I'm excited we finally got this project pulled together because we've been working on it for a while. But I think people who jump into this are really going to benefit from it. It's incredible content. And I know you're a great teacher. You've got a teacher's heart. And I I can't wait for people to get to know you a little bit better from our community who jump into this. So um, I think we'll wrap it up there. And Teresa, thank you for for being the guest today. Yeah, thanks for having me. And to all the listeners, the business building warriors out there, uh, we're praying for you. We're in your corner. We are just so glad that you gave us a little bit of your time today. We're committed to your success. That's why we do these shows. That's why we bring you the content we bring you is we want you to succeed. We want you to use the internet creatively to launch and grow multiple income streams. That's what this is all about. Mm-hmm. And Teresa is one of our great leaders who helps people do that all day around here. So thank you for hanging out with us. And like always, you know, we'll have another show for you again real soon. We'll talk to you then. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.